Does anyone remember doing light experiments at school? No? Nobody does? What school did you go to? You do. Thanks. Thanks there. <laughs> okay. What we're... Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. Hello, friend. Um, so what we have here is a table of awesome light experiments. Rachel, I wonder if you and Elijah might be able to take these to that spacious place at the back. And what you're going to do is maybe need to lean on Julie, who's sitting at the back, helpfully, to do an awesome light experiment, which is going to require a bit of space. So do you want to go with Rachel Reynolds to the back there and do the first light experiment? And then, Naomi, could you take this too? Because I think you guys could be creating something out of this, and I'll leave that to you to decide what. Is that okay? Right, so run up to the back there. Rachel Reynolds is on a light experiment. Adults, if you want to do a light experiment too, you're welcome. Okay, so run, run, run right up to the back with Rachel Reynolds. If you go and meet Rachel, perfect. Guys, we have been journeying through what is known as the Beatitudes. Um, So in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus has a moment where he invites those followers that he's gathered to come and climb up a hill with him and to discover some awesome foundational truths which were going to really shape the whole of not only his life and ministry, but what he wanted to see happen with all of those followers around him. So are you ready for the next installment? And I'm wondering, Rachel Reynolds, could you guys even move into that space there? Is that okay? That would be amazing. The sound just carries here, doesn't it? And while we love... I'm just going to say this now. We are never going to get frustrated by the sound of our children. Okay? So if that frustrates you, I'm so sorry. There's nothing we're going to do about it. Okay? The the, the kids make joyous noise because they have life within that they cannot contain. And, you know, part of our recognition moving forward, you guys, is, is that as we move into the next few months, we're going to be really clocking what places and spaces are going to look like here at Carlisle Vineyard. We've always been a church that has said that Sunday is not it. Like being part of church, if you just come on a Sunday, that's not it, you guys. But it's part of it. But, but we want to be disciples. That means apprentices. That means time spent. And, and in this environment, this is ever-changing. And actually, we want it to be. We want this to be a place and space where all are welcome, where they can just come and have a seat and receive an encouraging word and experience a little bit of the life and joy of Jesus, where our colleagues, our co-workers, our friends, and our enemies are welcome here. But we know that to become formed, shaped disciples who reflect Jesus, we're going to need some other places and spaces, aren't we? We can't do it all here. And so I just want to say to you now, this is February, and we're preempting this in March. It's a whole other month away. We are going to be doing a series on Sundays of really helping you to understand a little bit more of what we mean by that and what then, therefore, post-Easter things are going to change and look like. Now, change, I've said that word, and some people are like, oh, but, but we believe that the Spirit of God is onto something really powerful here in Carlisle. And we believe there's a few little pivots that we're going to make as a community to reflect what he is onto and doing. And we're, we're actually really excited. 
because we really believe that he's going to call a community who know who they are and what they carry into a new era, which is going to see so much incredible stuff happening. So come along in March, every week if you can, and hear the story unfolding because we're excited. So you're invited. So it's like the invitation at the start. So we are going today to Matthew chapter 5, verse 8 which says in the New Living Translation of the Bible, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Or in the message version, you're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart put right, then you can see God in the outside world. Now, for some of you who know me or have been here the last few times, I'm a little bit of a Greek geek So I love to understand because the Bible here was not written in the king's English. It's it's surprising, hey? But the Bible was not written in the king's English. The, The New Testament was originally written in Greek. I love Greek. I I actually would love to really learn the modern day version of it because their words have such depth of meaning that I don't think is fully conveyed when we translate this into English. So in Greek, that verse is makaroi, katharoi, cardia horathion. That's, that's like, I love that. Makaroi, katharoi, cardio. I forgot the last word. Horathion. Which means loads to you all, doesn't it? Like, you know, because, yeah, Angela's on it. Angela's on it. So this, this is just blown my mind a little bit this week, actually. Because I'm, I don't know about you, but I've always thought this beatitude is telling me, oh, it's my mate, Jonathan. I've always thought this beatitude is telling me, blessed are the pure in heart, as in, like, purity. As in, like, don't sleep around. As in, like, don't swear. As in, like, that purity. Is anyone else, that when they think of the word purity, they think of those kind of things? Maybe not? Just me. Okay, that's cool. Okay, you too. (laughs) So I just want us to come back to this word pure because that word in Greek is katharoi. And that word in Greek means this, to literally be without admixture, to simply be one thing, And hence, on that account, to be purely and simple, that thing with nothing else mixed. Hence, another way of translating this verse is, blessed are the single-hearted, for they will see God. So that's a wee bit different, isn't it? Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the single-hearted, for they will see God. Without any mixture, purely and simple, single-hearted for God. Now, this reminded me of a famous experiment held in maybe the 17th century by Newton. Newton helps people to realize, has anyone seen the prism of light experiment in science? Prism of light? I know this isn't a prism, this is a circle, I know that. But in the prism of light, I don't know if we were able to get that image, were we, guys? The prism of light experiment. Here we go. 
So Newton got himself out a triangular prism, a glass prism, and he, he put a window shade over it but created a tiny hole in it where there was, it was sunlight. It wasn't a day like today, I'm assuming. Sunny day, it shone onto the prism, and then out from the prism came every single colour of the rainbow onto the wall. Now, up until this point, people had argued that the white light creates the colour only when it goes through the prism. So it was the prism that created the colour. And it's that that changed it. But Newton said, no, no, my friends. The white light is made up of all the colours of the rainbow. The white light shines through and what we see is white light, but actually all the colours of the rainbow make up that white light. So he like turns that upside down and back to front. We find pure white light in all the colours. And so... In my head and mind, I'm thinking purity, pure of heart, white light, many colours, single-heartedness. So in my head, I'm thinking all the strands of my life, every single colour represented in the strands of my life form pure white light when I am single-hearted in God. And then I get to become the city on the hill, the light that shines, the beacon, when all the strands come together. Now, if I leave one of the strands aside, it doesn't form the pure white light. All the strands are required to get to the single apex point, which produces the pure white light. Blessed are the single-hearted What's the opposite of the single-hearted is the duplicitous heart, the multi-hearted. The, 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 oh, like I'll be in this camp and this camp and this camp and this camp, or I'll get my energy from this source and this source and this source and this source. Blessed are the single-hearted. Everything comes before the Father. Everything is for the Father. I kneel down everything that I have, my finances, my time, my job, my relationships, how I choose to live life. Everything comes before you as a question almost. Father, how can I lay this before you? How can I give you this other strand? I'm scared about this one, Jesus. I want to hold this one to myself. How can I surrender every strand, every angle of my life before you? into single form. So to be single-hearted is to lean into all that he has for us in every single place that we are, in every single space that we are, in every single relationship that we're in, all that he has for us. It means living into the fullness of what he has available to us. Guys, I don't know about you, but I think there's some myths going around, if you've been around church for a while, that following Jesus equals stop this and stop that and don't do this and don't do that. But, but the thing is that if the fullness of my life, all those colors get to form into the white light, like there's some awesomeness ahead there, right? As we lay down those things that are holding us back, and we surrender to him. There is awesomeness ahead. It's not easy. 
But there is awesomeness. And I, I just wonder, like, I've been really challenged this week. What are the areas of my life? Where are the colors that I'm holding on to? And actually then, therefore, that I don't get to experience the fullness of living in his bright white light and becoming a bright white light. It's, do you know, the more that I read these Beatitudes, the more that I realize how deeply challenging these are. And the more also, guys, that I realize if we try and do this by ourselves, it's not going to work out too great. And you know what? There's a lie going on right now. You're better by yourself. Just watch a few podcasts or listen or whatever you do with podcasts. I don't know. Enjoy them for yourself. Ruminate on them. Marinate on them. You're good to go. And it's just not the truth. Because, because I think that we cannot see, I can't live single-heartedly for God on my own. It's hard. It requires hard choices. It requires reflective points on, on me of becoming more aware of the places and spaces. Because I'm not fully aware, I don't think, uh, on my own. And even on my own in relationship with God. So this piece of, of living together, single-heartedly. So when we allow him to become the focus of our attention, we live into trusting his voice, which leads to freedom. So single-hearted living doesn't equal don't do this, don't do that, don't she's doing that. That's not what that equals. It equals total and complete freedom ahead where we are aligning our hearts and our lives fully with God the King and him alone so guys we could talk about this like when I've like thought about the different facets of this and I love Julia that you gave us I'm hoping this is real diamond because I'm going to sell it afterwards um the facets of the diamond like you know there's so many facets of being single-hearted to God and there's no way that we're going to be able to accomplish that today are we So I just want us to just pause for a few minutes now and we're just going to invite Holy Spirit to come and just just spend some time with us and invite him to reveal any of those strands that we we maybe want to surrender to him. And you know what? It might not be now that we want to do that. It might be in this week or this month or this year to come. This becomes a theme where we just go back and, and ask the Father about the strands. Where's the strands of my life headed to, Father? How can I surrender this to you? And if you notice I'm asking questions, I'm not telling God what he should do. I'm getting curious with the strands of my life. So if you want to, you could stand up just now. You don't have to, though. You could sit down, you could lie down, you can do whatever you want. And um, yeah, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you into this space right now. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Guys, if there's um, just a a growing passion as I'm speaking that you would just love to live a single-hearted life for God, I'm just going to invite you just to put your hand on your heart. Father, if you're bringing to mind and helping us to see some of these strands in our lives where we've not fully surrendered to you, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your understanding. I thank you that this love met with love and mercy and acceptance. I 
thinking that that's not met with judgment. And so, Father, as we get curious with these strands in our lives, would you open us up to expansive places of exploring with you, Lord Jesus? Of examining places and spaces that might need to seem different for us. Father, I just really speak for healing of hearts. Father, for those of us who are carrying disappointment as a major strand that's hindering right now. Father, would you help us to lay that down and heal us up, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. I'm just going to just, we're just going to lean into more of a slightly awkward place just now of just leaning in. The kids are going to keep doing what the kids do. That's fine. But just to try and focus your attention on the Father right now. So we're just going to lean in. Guys, I'm not sure. Did we, we've got the video. Okay. So we're, what we're going to do just for these last few minutes here together, just as you keep leaning in. So just, if the Father's speaking to you, just keep allowing him to speak to you. We're going to play a song um, just now, which may just help you as you, as you journey through the words of this.
together as we finish up father i thank you so much i thank you so much that you want to come and draw near us i thank you so much that you want to just show to us in a fresh way that everything is for your glory everything to come through you and that you want to be the center of our affection and so father as we go about our day to day this week would you help us with that lord jesus would you remind us of that and show us in a, in a fuller sense what it looks like to be single-hearted for you in this week to come. Amen. Now, folks, we intentionally keep these spaces a little bit shorter because we are still in the middle of the pandemic. And um, so we just invite you just to head on off and go and find your car park. The weather's got out good for us heading out. <laughs> and we just hope that you have a brilliant week and we're excited to see you next week. Um, and also just check your email because there's going to be a few more social spaces arising in the next couple of months um, that you want to keep posted with. Bless you. Have a great week.